Israel just experienced basically a political coup by an elite stratum of Israeli society that stopped a democratically elected government from implementing a core campaign promise by all the coalition parties in the government, judicial reform. As of now, unfortunately, the anarchy of the leaders of that elite stratum of Israeli society has won. They have used terror, fear, and threats to literally destroy the country via economic threats, threatening to not serve in the Israeli army, even if asked to attack Iran, and pleading with foreign nations to intervene and isolate Israel diplomatically, all this to stop a democratic process. In other words, they are the ones who are anti-democratic. The very necessary judicial reform that is meant to strengthen Israeli democracy, help all Israeli citizens, and end the very undemocratic judicial dictatorship has been stopped. For now, we hope. The very sad thing is that 99.999% of all the information in the media critiquing the judicial reform as anti-democratic are all lies. Very dangerous lies because they are causing the growth of disunity and hatred in Israeli society. I wanted to take a step back and let everyone better understand what is really going on and why. Because basically, we have just experienced a very Marxist-left classic divide-and-conquer societal campaign that harmed all the people of Israel and tremendously damaged the diplomatic status of the Jewish state of Israel on the international stage. Why? all to protect the one entity truly threatened by the judicial reform, the tiny elite stratum of Israeli society. We'll get into that. But first, thank you for joining me, Avi Ablo, for another episode of The Pulse of Israel, where I provide you with the inspiring, politically incorrect truth about Israel, the Jewish people, and the freedom-loving world. If you are not yet a subscriber, just visit pulseofisrael.com and click to subscribe. And if you like this video and want to help us get it seen by more people, just click on the donate button so we can boost it to be seen by more people. Okay. Let's sum up the insanity of the protest movement against the very necessary and just and democratic judicial reform to strengthen Israel's democracy. We have all been having the wrong conversations, distracted by a powerful agenda pushed out by the media to prevent any changes to the current power structure in Israel. And unfortunately, the campaign was led in such a way that amplified horrific hatred and divide in our society for no reason except to stop the necessary and just judicial reform. To sum up the insanity of this situation and how we are all being used as pawns by a powerful group of people to hold on to power, think about this. Isn't it interesting that it's mostly rich, powerful, or economically comfortable Israelis who have been protesting against the judicial reform. While it's been mostly the poor and the minority segments of the Israeli population that supported it. Yet, we are being told day and night that the judicial reform will harm the legal system's ability to defend minorities and hence destroy Israel's standing as a democratic state. Even the Biden administration is saying this pressured by Israelis, I imagine. Inside the U.S. pressure campaign over Israel's judicial reform, President Biden and his advisors bombarded the Israeli government with warnings that the country's image as the sole democracy in the Middle East was at stake. As reported by the New York Times, we're not going to be a democracy anymore. We're not going to be able to defend minority rights. So on the one hand, we are being told that the Israeli citizens most apt to be harmed by reforming the judicial system, 
support judicial reform, yet the people least apt to be harmed by the judicial reform are protesting against it. Okay, so minority poor Jews of South Tel Aviv and other cities inundated with illegal migrants support the reform because the Supreme Court does not protect their rights to live in safety from the violence and terror of the illegal migrants that the Supreme Court stops continuously the state of Israel from expelling. I'll give you another one. The minority ultra-Orthodox support judicial reform because the Supreme Court does not protect their rights against the agenda of coercing progressive values on their lives in the name of equality. For instance, even though an ultra-Orthodox lifestyle mandates a separation of the sexes in public events, the Supreme Court always forces all government-supported programs for ultra-Orthodox to be mixed, like college programs, public concerts, etc. Guess what? The ultra-Orthodox stopped attending those programs because their religious code forbids the mixing, the mixing of the sexes. The minority religious settlers support the judicial reform because the Supreme Court does not protect their rights, whether their right to live in safety, protected against the Arab Muslim terrorists, or their right to build on our ancestral homeland in Judea and Samaria. Here's another one. The minority of divorced men in Israel support judicial reform because the Supreme Court does not protect their rights. Instead, divorced men are automatically considered bullies and abusers by the legal system, which automatically sides with divorced mothers in disputes. These are just a few of many examples where the Supreme Court and the legal system do not protect the rights of minority groups. Yet instead, they enforce their own ideological agenda in the name of the law. Yes, there are individuals in each one of those groups that I just mentioned that take the opposing approach against judicial reform, but as groups, it is quite clear. Many law-abiding minority groups in Israel today suffer from the legal system and they support judicial reform to finally have access to justice with a judicial system that truly would look after minority rights, not just those who fit the ideological agenda of the legal elite. Yet, the more comfortable sections of Israeli society, whose issues are hardly ever trampled upon by the Supreme Court or legal system, are the vast majority of the ones protesting against the judicial reform. But again, these groups of people on both sides of the debate are not the problem. All of us on both sides are all being played and manipulated by a master chess player to make us all care. Those protesting against the reform are all being manipulated with the lie of protecting minority rights, which is so easily refuted as I just did now. So maybe the whole anarchistic, destructive protest movement against judicial reform has nothing to do with what we are being told by the media day and night? Exactly. In truth, we are all being played and manipulated, like in most issues reported in the media. The bottom line is, that we, the Jewish people in Israel, are one people, even with all the inherent divisions and arguments that we have at a daily basis. But we can and we do get along, even with those differences. It's not the people who are the problem here. It's the people on top of the existing power structure who would lose their power because of judicial reform who are the problem. And they are the ones framing this protest movement in a way to divide and conquer the masses by pitting us against one another. There's a reason that even former labor leader and justice minister Chaim Ramon supports the original unchanged judicial reform. It's not left against right or religious against non-religious. It's not. Yet, 
That is how the people at the top of the power structure are framing this issue in order to pit us all against one another and ignore them, the ones who are really going to be losing power with the judicial reform. The dividing line is clear. Again, I write this to unite us all and to stop us from attacking one another because we are all being manipulated, right and left, religious, secular, by the corrupt power brokers at top who have the most to lose. And that doesn't include anyone right or left protesting in the streets or online. We're all being used like useful idiots. It's that simple. The point is that we won't be able to get out of this mess until we all internalize that we are all being played in a divide and conquer method by a much bigger and well-interested party that will truly be harmed and lose their power if and when the judicial reform is implemented. So the million dollar question is, who is at the top of all this playing us all as useful idiots? All one has to do is look and see who has the most to lose with the judicial reform that is meant to strengthen Israeli democracy and protect all of our rights. And it's not the politicians, because they are also pawns in this mess, and they're not going to lose power if it's not voted in. The ones who have the most to lose with the judicial reform is one, the legal fraternity. The Supreme Court and the friend-bring-friend system that encapsulates the whole chain of command in the legal world in Israel. You want to see a future with promotions? You have to toe the ideological line of the activist progressive agenda. Otherwise, you don't get promoted. You're not going to become an attorney general. You're not going to be a legal consultant. You walk to the Supreme Court. All this is led by the master chess player on the top of it all former Supreme Court Justice Aaron Barak, who undemocratically initiated a judicial coup beginning in the 1990s that the Israeli people did not vote for, which allowed for the legal system year after year, legal case after legal case, to usurp the powers of the legislature and the executive. He's the guy on top everyone should be pointing their fingers at from both sides of the debate. He is playing us all like fools and getting away with it. Number two, all their powerful friends who run the Israeli economy, either as the business owners or the labor union bosses. They are all the ones who will be losing power and money if and when judicial reform is finally implemented. Currently, it is the legal fraternity that runs the country, stopping or annulling any laws, policies, appointments that go against their ideological worldview of weakening Israel's Jewish character, to instead turn us into a state without any Jewish character so that we're more like Britain, France, Spain, etc. Judicial reform will end their power hold in being able to do that. And regarding the economy titans, well, they currently enjoy owning monopolies in their sectors, and the labor unions run everything in their industries, always stopping needed changes to their industries that would be beneficial to all Israelis, religious, secular, right, left, etc. Try to open a car import business in Israel, for example. You can't. The car import industry is run by a few families and nobody else is allowed to compete. Try to make changes at a national port to allow for more imports to come in in order to help the Israeli consumers and lower pricing. You can't. The labor unions will strike and hurt the whole Israeli economy even more, hurting all consumers. Those are just two tiny examples of the power those groups hold. Judicial reform will harm their ability to continue their monopolies and stranglehold over certain industries in Israel's economy. And the labor union stranglehold over all of us as well. 
Those groups are the ones with the most to lose with judicial reform. And they are using us all as pawns, dividing us all just to retain their power. Yet we, the people on both sides, are being brainwashed that it's about one sector of society against another, dividing us. I can't emphasize how important it is to internalize and understand this truth. We have to stop fighting one another, unify and work towards unseating the people on top, dividing us all in order for them to retain their power. It's that simple, yet it's so very, very hard to do because the ones on top own the media that they use to divide us all. Overall, you know me, I'm still optimistic because people are waking up to this reality and we will overcome it all. As I always say, hold on to your faith, strengthen your faith, because everything right now is being done to expose reality that has been hidden behind for so long so that we can all be ready for the Geula, for better times. It's that simple. It's us what we can do by being awake to the situation, together with God running things, that we will save ourselves. And with that, Am Yisrael Chai. The Jewish people are alive and well in our homeland. We're going to get over and get through this very sad period of insane division. And we're going to come out of it strengthened and united. And hopefully after we unseat those at top who are on the top of the legal structure and the business and labor union structure who are manipulating us all just for their own selfish interests for power. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.